Hey there, thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video, so if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. How did I get here to moving from Germany in 2002 to the United States and coming here with $30,000 in my pocket, $20,000 I put in my trading account and $10,000 I put away for a living. And uh, boy, it wasn't easy in the beginning. Uh, it, it was quite challenging. And you see right now, I mean, thus far in the first four weeks, I already made more money than I was able to put in my, to my trading account in the very beginning. And I know if you are there right now where you say, oh my gosh, I'm just getting started. I have $10,000, I have $20,000, maybe it's even $5,000 or less to get started. How can we do this? And this is what I want to focus on today. You see, I've been trading for a long time and, and there are a lot of things that I've learned the hard way over the years. And today I want to go over three very specific set things that helped me to become a much better trader. So the first thing here is don't focus on the outcome of one trade. You see, in the beginning of my trading career, I was really stuck on, on looking at what happens with this one trade or what happened on this one particular day. And it is so important that you keep the longer range in perspective here because trading is a marathon and not a sprint. One of the few certainties in trading is that there will be losing trades, no matter how good you are. But you see, instead of beating yourself up about the PL, profit and loss of one specific trade, keep your eyes on the bigger picture. So I want to quickly show you uh, something that happened last week. I woke up and on one day my account was down $12,000 and it actually got worse over the day. I did a video on this. Over the course of the day, I was down $17,000. And you see, now I could panic and, and focus on the red here. But you see, this is why I say trading is a marathon and not a sprint. You need to focus on the broader performance over the course of a few days, over the course of a few weeks, over the course of a few months. And uh, you see, it's often today, of course, it's a, it's a horrible example because today every single one of my trades is positive. But uh, you see, usually when you look at your account and you look at the PL, what is usually your eyes? What is it drawn to? The red, right? I mean, the, the one trade that is not working out in your favor. And uh, think, think about this way. I, I can relate to this because in the beginning it was like you have your, your five fingers and then you take a hammer and you, you smash on one of the fingers. Let's say this one. Well, what happens, right? You, you focus on the pain. You focus on the pain and not on the other four that are good. And so it's human nature to focus on the bad stuff as it is right here. But you see, when you do this, you're losing sight of all the other good traits and also how you're doing over the course of the year. So this is why this is super, super important. And you see, one of the keys to my success in trading is consistency and growing my account systematically. And I do this through 
SRC Profits. And if you have been following me for a while, then you know it. SRC is an acronym that stands for number one, systematic. I like to trade what I see and not what I think. This is why I use indicators and have a trading strategy that tells me what to trade, when to enter, and when to exit. We'll talk more about this in a bit. The R in SRC Profits stands for repeatable. By trading my plan, I have mugs that remind me every day of what's important, right? Follow your plan. And by trading my plan and following my plan, I'm able to find repeatable and uh, for me, profit-making opportunities. Now, the third thing in SRC profits is consistency. You see, I'd rather make slightly less money more often than bite off all my nails waiting for the big winner. So focus on SRC profits and SRC stands for systematic, repeatable and uh, consistent. So this is where it is more important to focus on this than on one trade, right? Because I mean, we will have losing trades. It just happens this way. Number two, don't trade on emotions. You see, when you're trading with your hard earned cash, there's certain to be emotions involved. And in trading, there are two main emotions to deal with. Well, what do you think? What are the main emotions that we are dealing with? <laughs> exactly, got this right. Fear and greed, right? So as, as traders, we fear that we'll have a loss and lose money. There is uh, actually two ways to control this fear because you can't let fear be in your way. Number one, you want to keep your losses small. And uh, you see, losses are part of the business, but when you keep them small, you won't be afraid of them. So I like to use as a rule of thumb here, the 2% rule. This is what it means. The 2% rule means is never risk more than 2% of your account on any given trade. Think about it. If you have a $10,000 account, this translates into risking $200 per trade. Let me ask you this. If you have a $10,000 account and you're risking $200, are you afraid of losses? Well, you, you shouldn't, right? Uh, because if, if you lose $200, it doesn't wipe out your account. You can live to fight another day. So this is super important here. Now, number two is don't trade with money. You can't afford to lose. And I know you might have heard this before. And uh, I just want to tell you a story of uh, where I started and why this was a huge, huge problem for me. You see, because in the beginning, I scraped together $8,000 to start trading. This is before I moved to the US because I was dabbling at first in trading. So before I got serious, I started with $8,000. And trust me, I could not afford to lose this. This was 23 years ago. And at that time I was 28. And when I was 28 and 23 years ago, $8,000 was a lot of money for me. It was everything that I had in my savings account. And, and this is why I was super nervous, super nervous when I lost money. It, it made me cramp up and it, it paralyzed me. I was checking my account every few minutes anxiously. See, what's going on? What's going on? Oh my gosh, there's this trade. It's a losing trade. Is this gonna turn around? Do you know what I mean? I mean, have you ever done this that you're checking your account every 30 minutes or every few minutes or every hour and say, this losing trade? This needs to turn around, right? I mean, this is where it's super important that you trade only with money that you can afford to lose. And I know easier said than done, but keep in mind, if you don't do this, it will actually hurt your trading. Now let's talk on the other hand uh, about the fear of missing out. FOMO, 
FOMO stands for fear of missing out. That is another type of fear, which is really, really critical. And it happened to me in the very beginning of my trading career. So you see how many times have you seen a stock that has skyrocketed and then you beat yourself up for not getting in. If, if this has ever happened to you that you were looking at a stock, it took off, it took off without you and you said, oh my gosh, I should get in. If this ever happened to you, click on like, click on like really quick. Because uh, you see, a lot of times people actually try to chase a stock higher and uh, this is where you really have a problem. I mean, let's talk about a stock that right now everybody is talking about, right? I mean, GME, GameStop, for example. Uh, take a look at GME. What do you think? When did most people get in? Right here at $20, at $40? Or did many people get in maybe at $160? somewhere around here, or maybe even here. Now, another really very, very typical example is Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, it has become really, really quiet around Bitcoin uh, since the Reddit stocks were red hot here. But I mean, cryptocurrencies, take a look at Bitcoin and this phenomenal run that Bitcoin had over the past few weeks. And uh, what do you think? If you look back at Bitcoin here, what do you think? Where did most people get in in 2018, did they get in when it was trading at 600 or 700? Or did most people get in when Bitcoin was trading higher around right here? 14,000, 15,000, maybe at 10,000. And most recently, right? I mean, Bitcoin went up to what? From 10,000 to 17,000. What do you think? Where did most people get in in this move? Where did most people get in? Probably closer when it was topping 38,000. See, this is where it's the fear of missing out. And uh, you see, for me, when I'm trade, I'm not going for these hot stocks. I, I like to trade based on my PowerX Optimizer and the wheel strategy because they help me to keep my emotions out of my trading decisions by telling me the best time to enter a trade, the best stock, the best option here, right? And I'll show you in a few moments what that is. And you see, if a stock has moved past that point, past my entry, I'll pass on the trade and wait for the next one because there will always, 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 always be another trade. Trust me on this one. Because if you are looking at PowerX Optimizer and you see when you run the scanner every day, it is showing you a bunch of symbols. So for today, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven symbols that you could trade. And you see tomorrow, it will be another two to eight. Or if you're trading the wheel strategy and you're going to the wheel calculator, this list here, this list is refreshing every two minutes. So obviously there is always another trade and uh, this is why, D don't be too scared. Let me go back here to take a few more notes. So what is the solution to this? Keep in mind, there's always another trade waiting right around the corner. Now, since we're talking about emotions, we have to talk obviously about greed as an emotion. This is the next one and it is a big one, right? Uh, because I mean, after all, why do we trade? We trade to make money, right? So what did uh, Gordon Gecko say in uh, Wall Street, right? Remember this movie? Who remembers the movie? If you remember the movie, click on like really quick. But you see there, there's uh, this is where he says greed is good. And to an extent it is, otherwise we wouldn't be trading, right? Uh, but keep this in mind. There's a saying, bulls make money, bears make money, but pigs get slaughtered. You see, as traders, we wanna take uh, the trade that makes the most money. We wanna find uh, the next Tesla, the next Bitcoin, maybe the next GameStop, right? And this is where I said, often we're getting in way too late. So 
how do we battle this greed feeling? Well, this is where focus on SRC profits and this is super important, have a plan. And this is actually the third thing that I learned in my trading career. Third thing is have a trading plan. Let's not make it too complicated. A solid trading plan is the cornerstone of being a successful trader. And uh, there have been times when somebody will buy a stock and when I ask them when they're going to sell, they say, when I made enough money or as they say recently, after it went to the moon, right? And when is this? Never. You got to have a plan. And uh, this is why I have these two trading strategies, which is the wheel trading strategy and it is the PowerX strategy. And uh, by the way, I'll link to it in the description or if you want, uh, you can get the book, The PowerX Strategy. I'll also link to it in the description. It's $4.95. There we go. It's a little bit of glare from the sun. It's really sunny out there today. It's Austin, Texas. It's 75 and sunny. Anyhow, $4.95. You can get it from the website if you want. But uh, let's talk about the trading plan. So what is a trading plan? And this is where a trading plan tells you three things. Number one, what to trade. A trading plan tells you number two, when to enter and a trading plan trades you number three, when to exit. And when it comes to exiting, we exit either with the profit or we're exiting with the loss because losses are part of our business as traders. So let's take a closer look at the three elements of this trading plan. First of all, what to trade. This is a, in general a decision that you need to make. Are you going to trade options, stocks or futures? It's important to define what you want to trade so that you don't get distracted. See, for me personally, I trade stocks and I trade options. This is what I do. So I'm not looking at the futures markets right now. I'm not looking at the currency markets. So this is part of my plan. And uh, then, of course, for options, I'm doing two things. I'm buying options according to the PowerX strategy. And I'm also selling options and I'm selling options according to the rules of the wheel strategy. Now, uh, you see, this is super important. Now, the next question is, when exactly are you going to enter? And uh, this is super important. Think back of the idea of FOMO, the fear of missing out, right? You need to know at what price you want to enter a trade and you need to be able to move on it uh, so that, that you get in, right? And this is where limit orders come in handy. So this is where here, for example, with when to enter, I'm using again the PowerX optimizer because it tells me exactly for, for example, AMBA, what is the option premium that I should be getting in order to achieve my goals. Or if I'm on a stock and I'm looking here at the scanner, I'm looking at ADT at what price do I want to sell it? And it tells me very clearly here, this is the price. So for me, it is super important to have a tool and not saying, okay, going back to Bitcoin. When do you buy? Uh, tomorrow. It feels good tomorrow, next week. I don't know. Uh, today, I want to make sure that I'm not missing out of here, right? Uh, and this is why for me, it helps me tremendously to do this on indicators. And the indicators that I like to follow are the RSI, the stochastics and the MACD. And by doing this, you see, I can take the emotions out of trading. Remember rule number two, take it out of the trading because this is when I see, oh, I should have bought it right here. And I missed this one. No problem. 
There are other cryptocurrencies if I wanted to trade those that I can probably in. And this is where, again, the, the PowerX Optimizer for me is an indispensable tool. Originally, it was just programmed for myself, my head coach, Mark Hodge, and my son a few years ago. Now it's available for everyone. Uh, so for me, it saves me hours and hours because it, it scans for me. And since I have my rules in place, I can quickly scan the charts to see what I'll trade and what I won't trade. So this is what makes my life so much easier. If you're interested in this and would like to know what it does, and uh, I'll post a link in the description. It's called mytradingroutine.com. There's a website that uh, I actually uh, set up for you so that I show you my exact trading routine here. So when to enter, this is when I rely on the rules of the trading strategy. So the trading strategy needs to have very specific rules and uh, as an example, for the Power X strategy, these are three indicators. And uh, this is where I make my life a little bit easier. And uh, I'm using a tool, the Power X Optimizer. And uh, you see, this is also something that I've learned over the years of what do I really need to succeed as a trader? Number one, I need a great trading strategy. Number two, I need to have professional tools. Otherwise, I cannot compete. Number three, I need to have the right mindset. And this is why we are here today. So we can talk about strategies until we are blue in the face. If you are not following the strategy, if you don't follow your plan, right? I mean, the best trading strategy is absolutely useless. So let's continue here. Let's make sure that we are completing our little session here um, because this is where we can say, okay, what else does a trading strategy have to tell us? Well, this is where we'll talk about exiting and uh, we need to know when to exit with a profit. And in order to define this, we are using a profit target. And with the loss, I always like to use when it is possible to have a stop loss. When I make enough money is not a proper exit strategy. And uh, I did that in the beginning. I, I, I was swinging for the fences. I entered a trade risking $100 and I wanted to make $10,000 and it doesn't work this way. Now, what are great exits? How can you define exits? There are several ways. So you can use uh, support and resistance, right? So what are tools for exit rules? So you can just go for support and resistance, right? Uh, so support and resistance, absolutely. Uh, you can go for uh, a certain percentage. So when you say, I want to make 10% on this trade, or you want to make uh, the stock rises 10%, it really depends on what works best for you. For me, it is a profit target and a stop loss based on the average daily range. And uh, the average daily range measures how much does a stock move from top to the bottom? And a good rule of thumb is for a stop loss, uh, you use one times the ADR. And for a profit target, you would use two times the ADR. Let me show you a very specific example so that you know what I'm talking about. Let's just look at a stock uh, that is uh, right now, everybody is talking about this. Well, as soon as everybody stops talking about GameStop and AMC is Tesla. Right. And uh, so for Tesla, for example, right now, the ADR is 40 points or instead of 40 points, we could just say $40. So this means that my stop loss should be when the stock moves down $40. So if my entry is right now at $850, see right now we are trading at around 853, 852, you get the idea. So minus 40, this means at $810, I would get out. Now, for my profit target, I would use two times my stop loss. So here in this case, 
it would be $80. So again, if uh, right now I would enter, my entry would be $850 plus these $80, right? So it would exit at $920. Now let's mark this on the chart. So if my entry is right here and I'm putting it in at 850, then I would place my stop loss at 810. So just so that you see visually what this would look like. And uh, I want to use a profit target that is obviously higher because I expect the stock to go higher. So my profit target would be right here. Uh, so I'm using green for my profit target. And uh, it would be, what did we say? At 920. So let's just say uh, I'm trading 10 shares, right? So this means that I would lose $400 if I'm wrong, but I would make $800 when I'm right. So making twice as much on my winning trades than I lose on my losing trades. Is this making sense? You see, and this is where instead of doing all these calculations manually, right? This is where I like to use my software, the PowerX Optimizer. I believe that uh, this trade has already gone. So right now we are going sideways. I would not do this, but let's just talk about, for example, DKNJ. And this is where here the software can help me to identify my profit target and my stop loss, and then actually plot it right here on the chart. So here you see, this would be my stop loss and here would be my profit target. And so it, may, it just makes it so much easier for me Anyhow, so stop it, uh, stop loss and profit target based on the ADR. Hope that this making sense. Now for the wheel strategy, I do it slightly differently. So for the wheel strategy, I'm using 90% of the max profit. And I'll link to a video in the description. Anyhow, so long story short, I can't stress enough how important it is to be prepared when you're trading. If you're trading without a plan, you're failing. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Maybe not in the short term, but in the longer term. Anyhow, if you would like to have my own personal trading plan, if uh, this year is too small to read, and uh, I'll link to it in the description so that you can see my trading plan here. So brief summary, what are the three things that really turn my trading around? Let's quickly summarize it. Number one, don't focus on the outcome of one trade. Number two, don't trade on emotions. And number three, have a trading plan. So these are the three tips that really turn my trading around and uh, I'll make these notes available for you, but I hope that this helps and that helps you also to take your trading to the next level. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor, and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.